the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. My name is Julian Gibb, and a very warm welcome to you. Perhaps you're listening uh, on the radio, or perhaps you are on your computer. Uh, Somewhere around the world, a very warm welcome to you. You are listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories. And today we're blessed to have my new friend, may I call you a friend? Be a bit presumptuous there. We're brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Gary. And Gary is from Neighborhood Christian Clinic based here in Phoenix. So, so Gary, tell us a little bit what Neighborhood Christian Clinic, what what, what is it? What do you offer? Oh, the Neighborhood Christian Clinic is a a nonprofit faith-based clinic that provides uh, both medical and dental care to the uninsured, underserved community in Phoenix or anywhere, really. And uh, if somebody has insurance, uh, we typically would not see them, but we want to care for the people who have no means to obtain health care other than through clinics like ourselves. Now, that's a big deal. It is. <laughs> you know, I, I pause there because um, health care is uh, extremely expensive, you know, and uh, not getting into any sort of political whatnot. You know, it's, it's, um, uh, it's an expensive uh, service to provide. Um, but so, so my, my, my question is, how do you do this? I mean, health care, dental, medical uh, is expensive, how do you do this? Our uh, major source of revenue is from private individual donors who want to care for people in the name of Jesus through health care. And so we uh, receive about 70% of our funding from philanthropic people who are believers who want to share the love of Christ through health care. Uh, we're not a free clinic. We do charge each patient $40 for each visit. And for that $40, they get their uh, visit with the provider, they get their routine lab work, and they get all of their medications with it. However, we don't let uh, income or money stand in the way. So if somebody says they do not have the $40, we say, come on in anyway. (laughs) But uh, we have some uh, funding foundations um, and the patient receipts, but the majority of our funding comes from the private individual in the community. Because this is you know, such a, a prime service, you know, it, it, it's when you are ill or, or even worse, when a family member is ill, 
you know uh, you know if you're real you're sort of like oh i'll be fine you know i'll, be, I'll it'll go away but you know when it when it when it's your your mother your father your children and so forth it, it, it's 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 there staring you right in the face and so this real urgent uh situation and so so you're able to reach out to people who are unable to uh, unfortunately unable to provide these services to their family or, or to themselves and so uh t- tell us you know how what, what's the response that that you receive from these people well the response is a, is amazing um like i had mentioned before we are a faith based clinic so we care for people in the name of Jesus. But what is different about us and other faith-based clinics is we not only care for people in the name of Jesus, but we also share Jesus uh, with each patient. And we do that through the through the delivery of whole person care, meaning we care for the whole person. Mm. We care for them, of course, physically, and we provide great physical care. But we also care for them socially, emotionally, psychologically, but most importantly, spiritually. We try to treat uh, them as Christ would treat them, as a whole person. Oftentimes, Jesus would forgive sins before he would heal them. (laughs) We're not necessarily in a spot to forgive sin, but we are in a spot to care for people, um, their whole person. I mean, that's excellent because there there is more to us than just physical mass, isn't there? You know, with uh, bones and blood and skin and organs and so forth, you know, that that can be in prime condition, you know, and yet, yet, you know, mentally or uh, spiritually or so forth or relationally, we can be very broken as well. Yes. So really, really it's a... um, uh, a place where you can go in and not not necessarily have every cure every problem in your life solved you know and but it is a place where where you can start to find medical attention but then also the deeper attention the spiritual attention of of addressing the needs of the soul correct yeah we uh oftentimes are talking to parents who might be suffering from depression, mm. uh, we can prescribe meds for that depression. However, it doesn't solve the fact that their uh, sibling or their child is incarcerated or whatever. So we'll treat them from that perspective as well. So oftentimes we're treating whole families. So I'm going I'm to come back to that. But before I do, how, how did the center start? Well, the, uh, it started basically uh, as the brainchild of two two doctors uh, located here in Phoenix. One had a, had a life's mission, if you will, of replicating himself, teaching other doctors how to share Christ in the patient setting. Mm. And the other one had a heart for caring for the poor. Mm. So hence, out of that came uh, the clinic. We started for patient care in 1999, but it uh, uh, led to a mission statement that has three bullet points to it. The first bullet point of the mission statement is to care for people in the name of Jesus to provide health care for the uninsured underserved. The second bullet point of the mission statement is to share the love, the gospel, and the truth of Christ to anyone who is interested in hearing. And then the third uh, bullet point of the mission statement is to train, mentor, and disciple volunteer providers how to include Christ in the patient setting. Mm. So when they go back to their professional setting after volunteering with us, they would know how to include Christ in their professional setting. Hence the replication of ourselves, if you will. Because I love what you said. You know, uh, I'm paraphrasing you, but, you know, you, you, you speak 
to the patients about Christ for those who are willing to listen. You know, it is not something that's forced upon them. Hey, I'll treat you if you study the New Testament with me. It's kind of like, no, you'll get treated uh, whether or whether not you want to study the New Testament. We're here to serve you. But if you want to, if you want to learn more about the, the true physician, we're here to help. Is that, is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Everything about the care that we deliver is patient-centered. We don't say to patients when they come, hey, we'll treat you if you give us an opportunity to share the gospel first. Mm. If they have no interest in hearing it, then we move right on to the medical treatment or the dental treatment and give them the best possible medical and dental care that we're able to, to offer. Because you, you see that in Scripture, don't you, where, where Jesus healed, healed the ten, you know, and only one came back. Right. And it's not sort of just like, oh, well, well, I'm going to cancel those nine healings. You know, it's kind of like, no, 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 it's you know, all, all will be healed. But that, that, this really, for me, is just a wonderful situation, a wonderful organization where, you know, as you say, the holistic, you know, that's a, I only learned that word about two years ago, you know, where it means it's to, to, to bring healing to the whole person, you know, not just one element of them. Um, and so... Uh, so these two doctors um, uh, felt a call to utilize the skills that God had given them and that they trained for um, and to use them for, for for the needs of the community. Yes, that, that's absolutely correct. And uh, I might add that the tagline of our clinic is restoring health, restoring lives. Mm. And I love uh, a favorite quote from our chairman who says, we don't want to heal broken cells so that people can go home and lead their broken lives. Um, so we, we do concentrate on the, whole, on the whole person. And I might add here the, the discipling and mentoring of other mm. providers comes from the fact that half of our patient visits are facilitated by volunteer doctors. Mm. So when doctors come and volunteer, that's when they learn how to deliver whole person care. And they learn that they can, in fact, pray with patients and share the gospel as long as it's patient-centered. Of course. Of course. Uh, I mean, th- th- this is, you know, it's the word f- f- just fantastic, really, you know, in, in the sense of a real need that often cannot be paid for is provide for forty dollars, you know, but but provided for free, um, without sort of like a carrot dangling from a stick, you know, it's kind of like no carrot, <laughs> you know, no uh, no expense bills that health bills that you'll be paying for the rest of your life. But we are here to serve you in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, come as you are, and so um, this is just a wonderful situation, you know. And and part of the uh, reason for this radio show is to encourage people such as myself, but also those listening, to assess what is it that they can offer? You know, what, what is it that they can do? So uh, the doctors, you know, um, they've uh, trained and now utilizing their skills for, for the community around them. But what, but what is it I can offer? And sometimes it's easy to think, well, nothing. You know, <laughs> I haven't got like a PhD or a medical doctor's de- de- degree or, or uh, any of these things. So what would you say to people like me or perhaps those listening with, with that mindset? So I'm glad you asked. I, uh, I'm often asked the question, what do you need? Mm. And it always boils down to two answers, uh, one of two answers. Uh, the first answer, of course, is money because we can't operate without funding. So your listeners can donate to the clinic. That would okay. be a huge blessing for us. But more importantly, in my opinion, is uh, volunteer. 
we depend upon, thrive upon, covet, if that's okay, uh, volunteer opportunities. We're a highly skilled nonprofit, so we really appreciate uh, doctors, nurses, dentists, hygienists, that type of thing. But there are many uh, other opportunities to volunteer, particularly if someone's bilingual. Mm. Uh, 85% of our patients are one language only, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So we need interpreters uh, almost in every exam. And to me, that is one of the uh, neatest volunteer opportunities that we have okay. because an interpreter comes down and they can sit in an exam room and have – we pray with virtually every one of our patients. So they get to say the prayer twice, once in English, once in Spanish, because most of our volunteers are are not bilingual. So in, interpreting is a, a huge need for us. Plus, we have um, a lot of students come down, nursing students from GCU or U of A or ASU. We have a lot of uh, residents come down. Uh, we have our what we call our pharmacy where people can uh, uh, sit in our pharmacy and fill prescriptions for our patients because we do have a medication room on site. And when a, when a student comes down and volunteers, they actually get to touch the patients. We'll, we'll get them to um, uh, take spiritual histories, medical histories, mm. uh, blood pressure, that type of thing. Because when a student volunteers at St. Joe's or Banner or something like that, <clears throat> they're typically Go clean those bathrooms and sure. tell us how it went when you're done. Stuff at the bottom. <laughs> but, but we and, actually yeah, get yeah. the the pre med students and the you know uh, nursing students coming in and actually participating in patient care, which is an awesome volunteer opportunity for students and pre meds. <clears throat> so, um, so you, know, you were saying like the translators, you know, I mean, because that clearly the ability to communicate puts someone at ease you know it, it, you walk into this this clinic you know you're not feeling well you know because uh, you you're ill uh, or your your child you're worried about your child and and then you're speaking to someone um, who doesn't speak your language you know instantly there's this barrier this element of concern should we say uh, so just having someone who's there who can relate to them in their language you know and understand so so a big call out to uh, those you might be like me no phd <laughs> no medical degree uh, i know how to brush my teeth but that's my dentistry skills to, to, to the max but 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 we do <clears throat> the need interpreters and so uh come forth if you speak the language come 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 and serve god in this way but also as you say there are many ways that uh, people can serve um, the Christian clinic. And so how, how, if someone's listening now and they're interested, how do they contact the organization? Uh, easy. They can go to our website, which is easy to remember. It is thechristianclinic.org. Repeat that. Thechristianclinic.org. On that website, they'll find all of our, you know, they'll f- see videos, our mission statement, that type of thing. But there is a volunteer tab where a volunteer can click on that, fill out an application, and that will come automatically to our administrator, and and we will contact you. Well, great. So uh, needs are um, fiscal, uh, prayer, obviously, prayer for uh, effectability and for protection, but also to assess how how we may may serve as well. Now, one question I I often ask um, is, why are you doing this? You know, I'm looking like uh, I, I know in, in the USA, you know, if you have uh, a medical degree, I mean, you made the big time, 
You know, you, you, you get a nice car, you even get a personalized license plate, number one dock, you know, or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, you know. So, uh, you, you know, and good, you, you, you've worked hard for it. You spent a lot of money to get there, you know. So why not enjoy the good life? Why this extra work, uh, which is uh, volunteer or uh, even perhaps poorly paid? Why, why, why do that? That's the million-dollar question. And in reality, it boils down to our identity and, and the Great Commission. Our identity is in Christ. Um, we often talk to doctors about, um, are you a doctor who happens to be a Christian, or are you a Christian who happens to be a doctor? And if you're a doctor who happens to be a Christian, you'll go off and earn a lot of money and go to church on Sunday. But if you're a Christian who happens to be a doctor, which is your true identity, mm. you'll work to serve Christ because of the Great Commission— and then, um, if the if, and God will take care of the money. So why we do it is our identity is in Christ, and because Christ commanded us to go forth and and share the gospel, and we are to do that wherever we're planted. Whether you're a teacher, a lawyer, a talk show host, or a doctor, uh, you're supposed to glorify the name of Christ in what you do and and in how you do it. You know, and I heard this expression before. It's uh, you provide the fish and the loaves and uh, you let the Lord multiply if it's his will. You know, you provide the fish and the loaves. And I was looking on your website. I'm sure uh, perhaps I I might have this wrong, but last year you treated uh, nine and a half thousand people. Not last year. Those are we were uh, uh, treating about 10,000 patient visits a year and then COVID hit. Ah, and that took us uh, down about 35%. Right. And we're just now climbing back out of that. Uh, volunteers are starting to come back. And yeah. th- this year, um, we should probably hit 10,000 again. Wow. Um, last year, I think it was about 8,500. So we came up from 65 to 85. And now this year will be even better than last year. You're listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories, and today we're blessed to have Gary, and Gary is from the Neighborhood Christian Clinic. The Neighborhood Christian Clinic is about how doctors and nurses and administrators and so forth have come together in order to utilize their skills to provide almost free uh, health for those who are uninsured. It doesn't just focus on the health, though. It focuses on the whole person, on the spiritual, the mental, the physical. And so the question that was presented to Gary was, you know, why, why do this, you know, and uh, then also how can I, how can you listening get involved? But Gary, tell us a little bit more. Um, you know, we don't want names, of course, or anything, but, but how has the center affected people's lives? Well, it uh, changes them for sure. Um, we have patients who come in uh, who have made professions for Christ, um, many of them. Um, so they hear the gospel through us, um, and then they make a decision. But when people go to visit a doctor, they're usually thinking about eternity because they might have something wrong with them that's gravely ill. Mm. And uh, what better way to treat them physically but also to treat their emotions about what's going on in them, but mm-hmm. also to inform them, share with them, declare that Christ can can solve this problem for you. 
we're not in the business of saving lives through health care. Jesus is in the business of saving lives. We're in the business of prolonging life. Mm. But as we help patients prolong their life, treat their symptoms or illnesses, um, they get to hear about the creator of the universe and the savior, savior of humanity uh, through health care. So that in and of itself changes lives. I mean, that, that, that's just so true, isn't it? You know, just despite the wonders of modern medical science and the excellent doctors within the, in the world, uh, really it's only an ability to extend the period of time that we have here on Earth. Yes. That there will is a point in time uh, where medical science has done all that it can do, you know, and so um, that we are ultimately going to be um, passing away, passing on. And uh, so, so it, it, that element of you know it's something like myself. I don't want to think about that. I've just come out of Christmas. You know, I don't want to think about you know sort of <laughs> such morbid things. But it's probably that reason that Christ came to Earth. You know, when <laughs> we celebrate Christmas for, is that we do have eternal life. Anyway, I'm preaching, so I'm going to stop and come back to you. And uh, but yes, do give us some more examples. I, I've been looking at the videos on your website. You know, and I, I've just, I've just. Um, the expression on some of the patients' faces of just like, you know, there's this, this sort of release into tears. Or, you know, they, they've, uh, they know that someone is going to care for them, appreciate them, finds worth within them. And there's just this sort of this, this whole uh, body language just sort of collapses into, into a happy sort of peace, as it were. And I noticed there was one where there was this little girl, you know, and obviously she was having some treatment and the doctor came with this teddy bear and the whole face just like lit up, you know. And so, so you know, how, how um, give us some more examples, if you would, of, of uh, the patients that you've had and how, how uh, not just the medical, but also the spiritual aspect has touched their lives. Well, I, you know, there, there's so many um, I could recount miraculous healings that could only be attributed to God. Um, this is God's clinic, not ours. But patients um, really appreciate the fact that a healthcare provider is compassionate and willing to talk to them about something other than take this pill. Mm. Um, they're willing to talk to them from a uh, perspective of compassion, mm. from a perspective of Christ's love, not only being willing to pray with a patient, but uh, desiring to pray with a patient and to share the hope that is within them. We've had one that comes to mind, uh, her videos on her website, she and her husband were pregnant and they went to a secular provider and they said that the baby's going to be stillborn or whatever. uh, And they were devastated. So they came and we prayed with them and gave them hope. And then in the videos, you'll see on the website that... um, the, ba- the little boy was there thriving, perfectly healthy. And they got that um, through the hope that uh, the doctor was able to provide when they came to the clinic. And that there, there is a Christ, there is a Savior that you can turn to for hope. Mm. Uh, but then there are uh, surgeries that have been arranged. Uh, a young man couldn't walk because of club feet. And he just couldn't physically walk when he became like 16 or 17 years old. Well, we had a, a donor who uh, wanted to help him, so we arranged for surgeries, and now he's walking and working and uh, working with horses, as a matter of fact, <laughs> you know, being very, very active on, on, in a horse ranch situation. Yeah. So there's so many stories like that that um, 
it's they're almost too numerous to even recount. But mm. there's a few of them on our website, and I encourage your listeners to to go check those out. Amen. Okay, certainly will. So once again, it's the ChristianClinic.org. Uh, do be praying for them and uh, finding ways to uh, perhaps that you might be called to to assist. You know, of all levels. Uh, at the doctor level, um, at the nurse level. Uh, but anyway, you go on the website and have a look and see how God might be calling calling you to to serve there. And so, 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 what, what's the uh, what's the goal for the future? Is it is it is it you're placing it in God's hands and you're seeing where He takes it? Um, uh, what, do you have any plans to? I mean, because I, I appreciate you you are. In one sense, you're not limited at all. It, it, it's God's work, and He'll do what He wants to do there. But also limited by, I'm assuming, like resources and so forth. But uh, uh, what what plans do you have uh, for the future? Well, we would love to expand our hours. Um, we would love to expand the capacity within the hours we're already open, and that essentially is more volunteers. But we also want to add services. Uh, what God has laid on our hearts. Uh, most recently is behavioral health. Um, There are a lot of people presenting to us with behavioral health uh, issues, and we think that that can flow out of medical attention. Um, So we're we're thinking about that and doing that, Um, but really doing more of the same, uh, the Lord willing, Mm. to see more people because we turn people away every day. Ah, okay. So perhaps you're listening and uh, you're being called to uh, assist uh, within the neighborhood Christian Clinic. Whereabouts are you geographically? Well, we're located about four blocks from the Arizona State Capitol, okay. uh, near 19th Avenue and Van Buren. Okay. Right where the need is great. Where the need is great. So perhaps God is calling you, perhaps not to the neighborhood Christian Clinic, but wherever you are, whoever you are, respond to God's call. Utilize the gifts that he has given to you and enter into his ministry. God bless you, whoever you are. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.